everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 45 on, oh gosh, December now, December 2nd, 2020? Okay, uh, I am Sarah and I'm here. Tyler, what's up? Not much, what's up with you? Mm, not too much, I don't think. Um, I assume you just want to lay down the Apex Legends and MLB news that you have for us. I have news. I don't know. <laughs> the new event started. Yeah, it's a re- the Free Apex Legends. It's the returning event from last season with a little bit of a twist this time. It's the um, hol- holiday bash event, which uh, that's when the... Uh, it's sort of like a... Um, well, it's limited time mode, obviously. I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's almost like a... You know, like in Call of Duty games, like what do they call that one mode? Domination. We have to capture yeah, the points trying, and yeah. hold them. That kind of trying thing. To like, hold your ground kind of so thing. So there will be like a train moving around the map. This is on World's Edge only. It's a train moving around the map. It stops the designated points on the map, three different points. And um, when the train stops there, so like one team will be on the train. And then when the train stops at, at its destination, two other teams are kind of already waiting there for them. And then you guys just kind of like have a free for all try and capture the train. You have to hold it. You have to either hold the train for a certain amount of time or just kill all the other teams. There's mm-hmm. basically. Th- three teams of three in each game oh that's it yeah oh. so so if your team of three is on the train then you basically have to either kill the other six guys or they can kill each other or you can just capture the train if they're all fighting and ignoring on the you. whole map um well yeah like it's split up into groups of nine so every uh every, every lobby has nine players wow. for one of these train things yeah um, but this year it's easier because you can you respawn in quicker this year and and they also i don't think they had this last year but this year they give you like unlimited heals so oh. you 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 um you load into the game with designated guns per character. So for example, I was playing Wraith last night. She got like a flatline and an RE45 pistol. So those are my two guns to use. Ammo drops on the train, but you don't get mm-hmm. to like switch guns out. There's no looting or anything really. It's all just about fighting. So, but you have like unlimited shields and syringes. Okay. So when you're if you get cracked in a fight, you can just heal up and hope the other two teams are fighting or whatever. But it's, and you can definitely tell which legends are are dominant in this mode like obviously if you're trying to hold down the train like caustic just throwing barrels yeah. everywhere or um well right put sheila on like en- entrances of it and just nail people yeah yeah you can use her you can use ramparts um shield barriers and stuff um i've heard watson's good because if you use her ult like it'll block you, fences wait well not, not well yeah the fence is not necessarily the fence but just like her ult to block all the throwables like you load oh, it with, you load right. it with a lot of grenades and stuff too there's a lot of grenade spam especially if you're stuck on a train mm-hmm. it's kind of claustrophobic so but yeah, it was a fun mode. I played a little bit of that last night with my buddy. We got two wins in the mode. Back to back, I think. I need know. more outfits, though. There is a few new skins this year that are... I like the Rampart one. The Loba one's okay. Um, that ones are all returning from last year that I already have. Like the, So only the new Legends since last year got outfits? Yeah, like Rampart didn't get, any, didn't get anything in this event. Like I said, Loba and Revenant got new skins. Uh, there's new gun skins, obviously. Is Revenant a candy? Oh, Horizon candy? gets a skin, too. Um does what i want to be revenant to be a candy cane no his is like a blue frost looking like it looks pretty cool it's pretty dark looking but like because okay. usually revenant skins are all like red and orange and yeah. glowing and stuff this one's like really like dark blue like icy blue so okay. it's kind of cool i'll take it i'll wait till i see it yeah no, i don't uh, apex is still great as always um I, I, and i played some more ranked last night i finally got out of silver so now i'm in gold for ranked for the season congratulations no no uh yeah mlb's still good too obviously still plugging away at that program which like i said is pretty much never ending at this point yes. it's just going to carry over till, till march when the new season starts <laughs> um they're still dropping they're still dropping more stuff though which is cool like they have a new event that started yesterday there's a new event basically every week from now until sometime in january i don't know if wow. they ever really stop but there's a new event every week which is cool it changes it up um they're dropping i think a new conquest map 
just before the holidays, I think on the 23rd or something, there'll be a new Conquest map. I'm surprised they don't just put all their effort into making the cross-platform versions. Like, just say, okay, stop. Let's make sure these oh, I'm new sure. ones work first. I'm sure they are behind the scenes. We're definitely working hard on, like, the Xbox and maybe Switch versions for next year. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, they have a good content creation team that just... They probably had most of the content already laid out well in advance, maybe. you know? But, yeah, no, they're... Yeah, yeah the game's still great. Um, I mean, just before we got on this podcast, you were watching me play a couple online games earlier. Just playing a couple of the three-inning event games. I felt bad for this one guy that I kind of beat up on. I feel like he was just didn't really care anymore though once i went once i hit a grand slam off him i thought he was gonna quit for sure and he just kept pitching but he just kept, kept throwing fastballs in the middle i'm like okay i'm just gonna treat this like batting practice and just start going off <laughs> so good way to pad the stats i guess mm-hmm. but uh yeah what uh what are you even playing pretty much exclusively yakuza like i'm playing yakuza and i'm thinking of assassin's creed but <laughs> i still go back to yakuza I haven't touched the main story in a few days too, because every time you unlock a new chapter, you um you get a bunch of new side quests to do, uh, and there's a mini game called Part Time Hero where you're just kind of doing side quests. Um, you're delivering stuff or you're saving um, someone from bullies, um, because this guy is obsessed with Dragon Quest and he just wants to level up his stats and stuff like that. So, uh, I just every time one of those unlocks, I do that first before I ever touch the story. So I've move like a snail through that that's fine uh i'm still enjoying the story so much it's just every chapter is so many twists and turns and more names i have to remember <laughs> and they're all in like it has to do a lot with the uh, korea japan and china so so many so many things i have to remember and i've started writing them down because it was just getting too confusing but it is quite awesome all the little vignettes on the side have kept me going so i'll keep me running around the town <laughs> yeah still awesome loving it I unlocked job changes, so but I haven't changed the jobs because then you start back in level one, and I don't want to do that. Cool. Uh, well, you should get back to Assassin sometime. That's, I know. Yeah. I want to ride the Wolf Mount. <laughs> I mean, I freaking bought you the Ultimate Edition. I know. And you're playing. I know. I'm not that I'm complaining. You're playing Yakuza. And then I saw that, like we read the other day, that mm. the yeah, the DLC is going to be Paris and Ireland. And it's like I need to play this game so I can get to that stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's it stares at me every time I turn on the PS4. It's like, do you want this or that? And it's like, but the Yakuza's already loaded. So, oh boy. <laughs> even when it comes to digital games, you're I lazy. No, like the physical games are right behind me. It's like, ah, uh, <laughs> so lazy. That won't be a problem with PS5. You can have a or no? Is that only the Xbox that you can have multi games loaded? Like five games loaded at once or something? I can't remember. Yeah. Because that's a dangerous proposition. Mm-hmm, that's, that, that's horrible when the power goes out, though. That is very true. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I already kind of told you before we got on tonight about what yeah. our topic is going to be tonight. So I'll give you some time to prep for it. We should probably get into it now because it's going to take up a, a pretty much probably the majority of this podcast, um, especially if we're passionate about some of our choices here. So while she's looking up her list here, I will set the tone or set the tone, set the stage for this topic today. It is going to be a video game topic, just so you know ahead of time. We're not talking about movies or anything today. It is video, video game related day. And uh, the topic I came up with today was um, basically if I had to put a title on it, I'd say games, video games that you wish you could go back and experience again for the first time. So as let's just say you got a bunk on the head, you lost all your memory of that particular <laughs> game, you know, and, and, and you're like, oh, I heard this game was really good. And, you know, you want to go back some and, reviews and exactly right. Yeah. But no, like just these are games that like have left an impression, uh, a big impression on us. Um, 
you know that I, I mean i can still go back and replay most of these games where i'm still currently playing some of these games but it's, it'd be cool just to it's hard to you know you always want to go back and experience it for, wish you could experience it for the first time you're just so blown away by the i'm not going to get too heavy into like twists or specific details about the games here i'm just going to kind of mention briefly why each one left that kind of impact on me so and maybe we can like alternate or something yeah, i don't sure. know how many you have in your list but so mine's I basically just have mine layered alphabetically. This isn't ranked in any order. So my first one would be pretty easy. Uh, definitely Apex Legends for me. <laughs> I mean, I've been playing it nonstop for almost two years now. It was yeah, last February. Oh, yeah, because I heard about it. Like, it pretty much like stealth dropped, right? It was like there was like a few hours notice of just like, hey, like EA and Respawn are dropping this new Battle Royale game today. And it's kind of based on the Titanfall universe. And it just like I watched, I saw some like people streaming it. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I'll go home and download that, right? And ever since then, just been hooked. <laughs> But, but the initial, initially, the first, like, few, like, I don't know, dozen hours or so of playing that game, which is so cool, like, just learning the map, like, King's Canyon. Mm, yeah, with everybody else, too, at the same all the time. Diff- all the different legends and their abilities, and just the gunplay was so good, mm-hmm. and it was just it's something that hooked you right away, and it's just, like, um, yeah, I, I guess, that, I mean, obviously, I still love the game, but I, like, go back, I wish I could go back and just experience that, because I was never really into Fortnite and PUBG and stuff yeah. before, I didn't really like those kind of Battle Royale games, the only reason I was really willing to try this one was because the Mirage. gun... Well, Yeah. <laughs> Like the yeah, you know, the gunplay looked cool. I like the characters. I thought, and, you know, the, given the the rig response pedigree, I like the Titanfall yes. games. I'm like, hey, I'll give it a shot, and I'm glad I did. So. Awesome. What about you? Um, when you told me this category, I think I'm not going to take it as you intended. Where I there's a lot of games on this list that yes, I would like to wipe my memory on. I like any story based game that had twists that I loved. But there's also experiences that I wish I could have again that just can't exist anymore, which makes me sad. Um, So the first one that comes to mind would be the first time you have a full Rock Band 1 team and you get gold stars on Expert. Like, that is a memory I would like to just forget ever happened and then do it now again. (laughs) It'd be like, that is such a great moment when you all are like peak performance uh, and especially when it's like one of those harder songs and man, that feels so good. <laughs> we put so many hours into rock band one. I remember torturing you with the endless playlists and stuff like that too. That was a great memory, but yeah, like, cause it can't happen as easily nowadays. People have jobs and we can't get together, especially right now. Not everybody has an Xbox anymore, um, or live that can play together. And they have a silly rule now where every Xbox we play on Xbox. And you have you can't have more than than one person on each console playing online. So if like my two sisters were at the same house, they'd have to have two separate Xboxes. They couldn't both play on the same Xbox online. So I think that's a silly rule. But otherwise, yeah, Rock Band for sure. Just a one I would love to relive the music genre with. Yeah, I agree with that choice. I mean, especially for me too, because when I got into, I mean, Guitar Hero sort of opened that door for me. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, Rock Band for sure. Like I said, just because of the like playing the drums and other instruments, but. Yeah, I've never been a musically inclined person. I don't play any instruments in real life. So being able to kind of like, you know, rock out and <laughs> I'm using air quotes here, uh, you know, and, and play, just get to jam along all those songs I like listening to on the radio or whatever. And, mm. and yeah, it was cool. It is a really good memory. I agree. Yeah. So you're next. All right. Next, we'll go with, if I'm sticking with my alphabetical order here, we're going to go with uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, which I think came out a little over a decade ago. I want to say 09 it came out. But um, yeah, ish. I think, I think it sounds about right. Uh, I don't know. But so anyway, Batman Arkham Asylum was great because not only because it was a great Batman game, which there was very few of in like the whole PS2 
or even older generations. I know they had like Super Nintendo games and stuff, but I never really got into like there. This was like the first I thought really good Batman video game, and also it really was like a trendsetter in the industry for like how the battles, how the combat system for worked. Sure. Like the whole like um, fighting off like twenty dudes at once and comboing, comboing and countering and just yeah. the whole movement was so fluid and, and you really felt like Batman. Oh yeah. Especially those like those like those predator sequences I think where you had to like grapple up to the gargoyles and you were like stealthing around the room and like taking dudes out one by one. And, like that was just you felt like Batman, which was awesome. I love the Riddler stuff you had to find. Yeah, the Riddler. Stuff. Yeah, it's flus. It was, it was a really cool because it wasn't like a super long game. Like the no. story is maybe about ten hours or so. If you want to get all the collect, if you want to be a completionist, maybe twenty five thirty hours I'd say. But uh, it's definitely a game like you. Just want to, even just for the combat, you want to replay over and over. Um, yeah. So, what are you? I might. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I was gonna combo it, but I'm not going to. Uh, Fallout Three. Like okay. I had never played anything in that genre. I don't know if I've ever played anything Bethesda before that. I think I dabbled in like Morrowind, but it bored me, and it was on PC, and I still wasn't very into PC then. So, um, Fallout Three. You can't go wrong when Liam Neeson's your dad, for sure. <laughs> um, but just like the how methodical, like everything you can pick up, and ev- um, the story was great in that one too. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it because it's still a good game. Uh, it's I, the I'd factions say, and yeah, I was going to say like for me that my memory of that game because it's funny too. With, I kind of had a love hate relationship with Fall Three. I think the first time I played it, I kind of hated it, mm. and I came back to it a couple years after, and I was like, okay, it's actually pretty good. And I think I powered through and finished it. But yeah, for me, it's like I think two things. The first time you get out of the vault, for sure, was cool because you know, the world's just like so, and you're like, okay, where do I go now? Because like it's all open, it's, right? It, like, well, can... yeah, it's, it was after the apocalypse, right? Well, um, yeah, there's nuclear fallout, yeah, or something. exactly. You know, but... So it's like there and, is really nowhere to go. And the other memory I'd have of that game, which I'm not really going to spoil here, but you'll know once I mention it, is Megaton for sure. <laughs> That's like yeah, first... and the first like decision, like yeah. uh, when yeah. I worked at that time, I asked everybody, "What did you choose?" And then it was very divisive, um, and it's very early on in the game, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like one of my first big 360 games for me. Yeah, that's a good choice. Fallout 3 for sure. And it was the first game that went up in price. That was $10 more than any other game. <laughs> it started the trend. Was that also one of the first games? Not, I know not the first game, but for me, anyways, probably one of the first games of that generation kind of that had DLC. Because there was DLC. Yeah, in there Fallout was the five. Yeah. I'm pretty sure five add on packs. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I think the horse armor came well, before I know, that. I know the horse but... armor was, but I'm not saying Fall 3 <laughs> was good. But Fall 3 is probably one of the most prominent AAA games that sort of had. Like the best DLC, probably. Like uh, Was it really that good, no, though? No, like, not that. that. Uh, I mean, like most well done. Like it yeah. actually had story add on and stuff like that. So, right. yeah. Okay. Um, my next game here, and I'm pretty sure it's on a lot of people's lists. It's not really an original choice by any means, but it's definitely you, there's a reason why it's on so many people's lists, I think. And for me, it's the original Bioshock. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to mention the twist. I'm not talking about the story twist because the story is great up to like, the ending was kind of rushed. Everybody kind of admits that, but the uh, the whole like, the first like 80 percent of the game is amazing. Um, <laughs> but, poor 20 percent. <laughs> well, but uh, I know who you are. but definitely like yeah, the first especially the first half hour or so it's just so solid. Like from the opening, the way the credit, the I remember how the way that I can still remember the credit title screen kind of like not mm. credits. You know what I mean? The title of splash yeah. screen kind of showing up with Bioshock, and then like. You know, you're going down the bathysphere thing into the bottom of to go to um oh my gosh, what the heck's it called? It's not Rapture? A Raptures, thank you. Yes, to go down to Rapture and they got the voiceover from Andrew Ryan and mm-hmm. everything and, and just the first time you get into combat with like the splicers and you're learning about the plasmids and the whole world just felt awesome. You felt so oh, yeah. powerful and 
it was and it was all and i was even for i pretty sure it came out in 07 i want to say but even now it's still like a really good looking game for sure like at the time yeah, especially was, for water physics it was a great like looking like game beautiful. yeah it just left a really lasting impression on me and uh like bioshock 2 was kind of a letdown um and Bioshock Infinite, I think, was amazing. But for me, definitely, Bioshock 1 is, is one I can definitely... I wish I could just, like, wipe the memory, go back and play it again for, like, 20 hours straight, you know? Like, yeah, because I watched you play that mm-hmm. game. And I would piggyback off of you. Uh, except I didn't play Bioshock 1 and 2. <laughs> no, no. I only played Bioshock Infinite. And that is definitely a game I would wipe my memory for. I haven't loved a story that much in ages. Like... I loved the twist. I loved the world. Like you were in this. I forget what the name of the place I think is. It was Columbia. Okay, so. you remember the sky one. I'll remember the the water one. <laughs> but like I, I loved the powers in that game. I loved the story. That game when it ended, I lived on forums for <laughs> days trying to understand what happened, and I would replay that game again just to try and figure out all the story nuances because that it blew my brain. Like, and I haven't played the DLC, and I hear the DLC is amazing, so I have to get back to it. But I don't think my save is there anymore so i gotta replay the whole thing anyways but that is something i would look very forward to because man i i just miss having to form crawl my way through understanding it yeah i, lo- I love the infinite too um uh next one on my list will be i've always been a racing guy like i've loved going back to like you know mm, ps1 ps2 pursuit. days yeah need for speed games always for me gran turismo is not so much i did play them on like the ps2 era um but uh, for me, and, and Forza Motorsport, like on Xbox 360, because I didn't have a regular Xbox. On Xbox 360, Forza Motorsport was okay. Again, I wasn't really in that whole Gran Turismo, Forza Sim-type racing games. Um, but so when Forza Horizon came out, mm-hmm. I was very intrigued because obviously Forza had a good pedigree. Um, I knew obviously Microsoft was publishing it, but it was being developed by, not being developed by um, Turn... Was it turn, turn 10 s- turn 10 sorry thank you turn 10 was doing the forza motorsport this was playground games i can't remember what else they were doing at the time where they where they came from but anyways forza horizon blew me away i like 100 percent of that game when it mm-hmm. came out and i still go back from time to time even though i've played forza horizon 2 and 3 and 4 which i love all of them but the first one for some reason i don't know if it's like the soundtrack or just like the because they did change the whole dynamic the first one felt very much like a fe- it was very it was a smaller map compared to the other games and it felt like very festival themed yes um which was which was the whole the whole point, um, but yeah, I just I don't know something about the way Forza Horizon One feels, and it still looks great. I mean, for a game that probably came out about a decade ago, I think it was around twenty ten. Um, yeah, I, I love Forza Horizon One. It's it's definitely like I said, I, I still play. I didn't love two as much. I didn't no, like I what they that. did with two. Two, they went to Europe. Like they made it two, which is kind of bland feeling to Isn't me. I don't know four why. In Europe, though, too? No, four or three Australia. One of those in Australia. Australia. Four is in Britain, I think. You might be right. I can't remember honestly where they take place, but I love three and four. But one for me, for some reason, I, I can always go back to. So some of my favorite stuff about the Forza games is their DLC, like the Hot Wheels DLC yeah. for three and yeah. uh, Lego for That's four. I think cool. it is. Yeah. That's such a cool concept. Um, I will definitely say for me a memory that I would like to wipe and relive that cannot happen anymore is playing Animal Crossing with my family, like. This, the random things like we, uh, me and my sisters having to give all of our Christmas furniture and snowman furniture to my mom <laughs> or um, like uh, us helping each other make patterns for our shirts and random uh, like from we would download the pictures from the internet like the little I don't even know what you call it, like the massive grid of the proper pixel colors you had to choose from your color palette. Oh my gosh, we would spend hours doing that together. Um, I don't know, just helping each other collect our, our favorite sets. Like I was, everybody gave me the Regal and the Classic Furniture because that's all I want. 
um, and just just living in that world with uh, everybody. And then we eventually all got our own memory cards, and we had to go to each other's towns, and we would all build four four houses in um, our own cities because it's like we needed the storage space. <laughs> so we'd all have massive houses, and uh, yeah, just and I think it has to do a lot with this this snow we had recently it just that game feels like christmas to me this is um those are my favorite memories making the snowmen every morning and stuff like that so uh definitely so you're referring to like the ds game no the original ds game oh, is poop gamecube sorry, gamecube oh yeah because like it wasn't even something on my radar it's something that my mom went to toys r us one day to look for christmas gifts and uh she came across a nintendo rep that was there and he showed her this game and she's like i need this for my family and it, she was 100% right. So thank you, Mom. You did great. You don't know what kind of obsession you kicked off in your daughter. Uh, she yeah. loves Animal Crossing. <laughs> I think we all still do. <laughs> yep. You even got me into it this year. I've never That's into it true. Before. And you're yeah. still playing here and there. Yep. All right. Good choice. Um, well, the next one, I I, uh, I did mention my list to you earlier, so these aren't really a surprise to you. But uh, I think this one we both kind of agree on. Maybe more, maybe, maybe more so maybe me more so than you <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. But um, for me, it's the original Mass Effect. Yeah. Well, it's the best one. Yes, I don't deny that. <gasps> I mean, even though it is janky compared to the other two games, I didn't think I, that was coming. Two is it's close. It's like no, what, two added ammo. It's wrong. Oh come on, <laughs> one and two are like one A, one B for me. I could swap them either one. I'd be fine with it. But yeah, for sure, Mass Effect One, just because of the world building, the characterization, it was just so cool. Um, like I said, again, the the combat was okay. I mean, it came out I think in like oh seven or something. It was like early on in the three sixty gen cycle, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, no, it's uh like this like I said, the story was great, the music, uh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah the, the choice some, some of the choices cool. you had to make were, yeah. were kinda cool and, Just and, so you, and, you and knowing s- that it would lead into the next entry and those choices would actually matter kind of thing. You could skip the last boss just by talking to him. If you had high enough oh, yeah, insta- stats. Uh, yeah. What can you call it? Persuasion or whatever. I think it was persuasion. Yeah. You could talk your way out of it. Yep. Then you go save yourself a fight. Game over. I just, my favorite thing by far about that game is the characters. Like, you still know those characters. You still love those characters. Later on in the stories, you are still hanging out with them. Like, Garrus is the man. And it's just interesting, too, because it, it's, really, it's really it's a hard thing to pull off because, I mean, going into that content so fresh, I mean, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of names and, uh, and like, races being thrown around. Sure. So all these different alien races you have to memorize and be like, okay, so that that like, race doesn't like that race of aliens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, and these guys are fighting. And then, then you introduce, you know, like the, what do you call it? The, um, what are the main bad guys called? Oh, uh, no. I, I know Saren's the main bad guy, but what's the name of the Reapers? Just the Reapers. Oh, Reapers. And you introduce the Reapers into it. And then it's like, oh, okay, so that's going to be number two then. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, no, Mass Effect 1 was, was amazing. But hey, it's coming to, as a trilogy, to PS4 now. So guess what we'll be doing? Hopefully no more loading times on the Citadel. Oh, my gosh, please. <laughs> no, I need those elevator scenes. It's the best thing. What do, you got <sighs> next? what do I got next? Um, I'm gonna go with something that nobody's ever heard of and probably will avoid, but it's something that started the love of a whole genre for me. And playing this game for the first time and not knowing what to expect, I just saw oh NIS Americas. Or I think it was NIS. Oh boy, that's gonna be problematic if I'm wrong. But <laughs> shoot, I think it was them uh, released. A game that in a genre I've never tried before, but I fell in love with it, and I do not miss any games in this genre anymore because they are so few and far between. Guided Fate Paradox. Yeah, see, you're just shaking your head like whatever. I thought for a second you were gonna say like Disguise or something. No, oh. Disguise is awesome too, but I don't. 
love it as much as I love Guided Wait, Fate so Paradox. What's so, good, what's so good about Guided Fate? It's a dungeon. It's like the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games, which I skipped all of. This was my first Mystery Dungeon game. So it's like wizardry, except in 3D. So when you move one space, the enemies move one space. Uh, you have to eat in the dungeon to stay alive. You pick up um, random junk everywhere. Um, but I love this one because it's just it's in heaven. <laughs> this one takes place in heaven. <laughs> You're hanging out with angels. They're in your party. And it's just like it was it was such a good entry to that genre that I do not miss any because it was just such a fun game except when you run out of apples and you die in a dungeon because you're hungry that's not so fun <laughs> all right next one for me is an interesting one um because yeah i for, okay i'm just gonna come out and say it, it's metal gear solid 3 sneak eater uh now for me i love the whole metal gear solid series um i will admit uh i, have, I never beat five i don't know why i couldn't get into five i will go back and play it someday but i, I definitely beat one and two a bunch of times like on the uh PS well one was on PS one two was on PS two and then obviously oh, and, and three was also on PS two it wasn't until PS three came out is when Microsoft four came out and that was Microsoft four was good microwaves <laughs> it was good but for me three is the pinnacle and for many reasons for for three for Snake Eater for me it was like because it felt like Kojima trying to make like a Bond a video mm. game kind of there's a lot of definitely references and themes in it like especially the, you remember even the the theme song for that I can still play oh it in yeah my head. for sure. Um, it's like a Bond theme for yeah. sure, but just like the whole thing, it's set in like I think it's set in like the '60s. Is it before like Metal during Gear? During the Cold War, hmm? does it take place before Metal Gear? Yeah, well, okay. yeah, because so this is this is basically one. like the origin of Big Boss, okay. right? Make so that's sure. what's cool about it too is like in one and two you're playing as for for the most part you're, in one and two you're playing as Solid Snake and two you got to play as Raiden for a bit, which was two is really weird. <laughs> People yeah. do not like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, three for me for sure was because it just pretty much focused exclusively on Big Boss, yeah. his character and the whole origin and how that leads into essentially like cause like I said, it's prequel to, to Metagear one essentially Metagear Solid, I should say. Um, but yeah, and also too, just like because also you had like Ocelot was introduced in this game mm. as a younger, obviously because he was you know in, in Metagear Solid one, Ocelot's like an old guy old gunslinger and he's seeing him as a young guy and in Metal Gear Solid 3 and his sort of like developing his sort of like love-hate relationship with Big Boss was kind of cool and there's just a lot of good like I don't know so many good so many good bosses too in Metal Gear Solid 3 like I remember the dude I remember the one dude covered in bees he wasn't like a hard boss or anything but he was cool and then there's that one the coolest one though is that fight they did fought and designed with that one boss called The End remember that was like a really old guy who was a sniper no and, and the, in the boss fight you have to like track this guy across different parts of the map you have to like look for like like his footprints or look for like animal movements nearby and stuff you have to try and track this guy down if you guess wrong like he snipes you and it can turn to it really long or there was a funny hack where like people could kind of cheat like i think if you went into your system settings on the ps2 and you moved your 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 date ahead on your system the, the guy would actually just die of oh, old age metal gear is just the weirdest game <laughs> yeah, there's so many quirks. weird easter eggs and stuff yeah but but yeah, Metal Gear 3 for me, yeah, I, it just, because even the cutscenes all just felt like stuff out of like a Hollywood James Bond type. Mm-hmm. Kojima really dialed it all up in that game. Whereas like with 4, he got a little too weird. And 5, uh, we didn't. Yeah, so, but 3 had like the perfect balance of like weird, but like awesome. <laughs> so I love Metal Gear 3. Yeah. My next one might be a little weird. Okay. Might be a little weird. Might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a game that I wish more properties would look at and say, that's how we should make a game with our property. And that would be south park the stake of truth okay all right i have platinum that game twice <laughs> you just love the canada part oh the canada part is the best and you haven't even made it to canada i, know, I failed you have to go to banff <laughs> <laughs> because why not 
but it's yeah for sure it's not family it's not family no friendly. it's like the show yeah yeah it's cr- but it cr- is so lovingly created like they had to like trey and matt had to sit down and think of how does our world even look on a map like they had to create the map at that point to be like okay this is where all the houses are and mm-hmm. the businesses are um but it was so it was like playing the the show as a game like yeah for sure perfect yeah, the animation the voice acting was all perfect yeah, yeah like everything i couldn't have done it better i haven't played fraction butthole and i don't know why because mm-hmm. i played the first one twice but i will get to i, I know the battle um system is different where um stick of truth is more turn-based mm-hmm. the other one's more st- uh, strategy like grid-based i'm pretty I believe, sure i believe so yeah and so i haven't gotten to it yet but um yeah i just wish so many more properties would look at that and be like this is how you make a game. Like if a Simpsons so, made something so like that. So what you're saying is there should be a Rick and Morty video game. <laughs> There's a VR one. I know, but I'd love to see a Rick and Morty type turn-based I would not. game. That'd be amazing. I would not. I would shut it off. <laughs> I thought you would rather an Archer one. That'd be funny too. That would be funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one on the list. Actually, this will be a newer entry, but for me, uh, a newer release, I should say. But for me, I'm going to say Super Mario Odyssey. And I know it's so recent. You're saying, what do you mean wipe your memory? Like it just came out. But I mean, I did beat the game and do a little bit of the post like i didn't 100 percent it or anything but i went back and i got a lot of the moves after the fact but because uh, just for me like i love i, I mean, grew up playing all the mario like all the regular super mario bros games and then obviously super mario 64 or sorry the super mario bros games super mario world super mario 64 never really got into sunshine much at, at that age i think i was in high school when that came out or whatever but for me like definitely uh, odyssey just hit like all the right notes for me i feel like it's the best 3d mario platformer like the whole things to use, like with using the creativity of using cappy yep. and just like the music that was in the game and the boss fights with bows everything just felt so cool and fresh like because the mario games had gotten kind of stale to that point especially the wii and wii u games i felt um like the 2d based one game were just kind of like you know okay but my favorite part of that game is that you can play the way you want like there you are always progressing your mm-hmm. moon count yep and you don't have to do like bosses if you get enough moons which is the kind of like the shines or the I don't even know. Is it stars in Galaxy? Yeah. I think I'm right. I think so. Um, but yeah, that's the moons are the currency in this one. But yeah, like there's like 30 in a level and you only need 20 to pass. So you don't have to do all the stuff you don't want to. Um, so I just found it so accessible. And Lucas can play it too because it has like the accessibility mode and he loves that game. Is this mode you mean? Yeah. yeah. So I that is also my favorite 3D Mario game. Um, and that's speaking from somebody who just relived their nostalgia with Sunshine and Galaxy and did not like them as much as I remember. But for my last game, I was looking at my list and it's like, oh, which one do I pick? Because there's so many, there's a recent entry. <sighs> okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm cheating. Um, there's many story entries that I would pick that I would love to relive the story of. And I'm going to name four. <laughs> Um, Steingate Elite. That was a great story that I would love to relive. Um, I think just the... Um, I don't know. There was a slight romance, but like there's just the weird... Uh, the dialogue was so good. You will, I think you reading it to me made it better though too, but those characters were just awesome. And it's such a small-knit group that you get to know every one of the characters. Um, Danganronpa, one. I'll say one just because I think that had the biggest twist. Uh, and I did play that one twice because I loved it so much and I had to show it to Tyler. But even that whole series, I would love to just relive all those games, just wipe my memory to to play them again. It's just like, it's such a, a good concept, even though it's not nice, but it's a good concept for a game. And uh, I just think it wrapped up 
quite nicely. Um, oh, shoot. It was in my brain and I forgot it already. If it comes back. Uh, 13 Sentinels, I guess, Rim is my recent entry that needs more love because it is, it is probably the best sci-fi story I've ever played. Uh, I need to replay it only because there's so much that happens at the beginning that is mentioned 10 hours later that I 100% forget. And there is memory logs in that game to uh, to go back and look at. Um, but I'm a slow reader and I don't feel like it. I'd rather just play the whole game again. Uh, but that was such a twisty, turny sci-fi story where the voice acting made those characters come to life even more. And it's all English, which I much appreciate. Um, but yeah, it's such a sci-fi story that is, is coherent and it doesn't have too many loopholes. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. Maybe a Professor Layton game. Like, games that make me cry are great. Professor Layton, the Unwound Future, Unbound Future, one of the two, made me bawl my eyes out at the ending. And I love just little puzzle games that um, have a story with them, like just little vignettes of story that at the ending, it's just like, oh my gosh. And I, it, not remembering a puzzle game is great. Just wipe my memory. Mm-hmm. I could replay this puzzles, not knowing what the heck is happening. Um, I remembered, oh, Final Fantasy X. I would love to replay Final Fantasy X. I, I, I agree with that one. Learning yeah. all the characters again, going through that story, another ball your eyes at the end game. <laughs> um, and that battle system is still my favorite battle system yeah. out of all the Final Fantasies. But I, I'm glad I could finish off with one that you agree with. <laughs> all right. Play Final Fantasy. Play, oh, no, oh, play, play, play what? Play all these games. <laughs> yes, please. Just play all of them. That's great. All right. Well, um, I think that's like I said, my list is done. Your list is done. We're running out of time on the podcast here. So <laughs> I think we'll probably just call it a wrap for tonight. Unless you have any final thoughts. I had more on my list and I'm sad looking, that I didn't for, catch look, to them. Looking so. forward to Cyberpunk next week. It's next week. It's 10th, isn't it? Oh, no. I, Fire Emblem <laughs> is also on Sun or on Friday. Something else is also on Friday. I forgot. <laughs> it must not be that important. <laughs> But Fire Emblem is right. Oh, Dragon Quest Eleven S for PS4 and Xbox One, even though I already own it on Switch. That doesn't have trophies. You mean your trophies. You used to be an achievement girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then PlayStation had the RPGs, and I went there. That's true. All right. Well, um, again, uh, as always, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Or listen. listen, listen. It's a show. Let's call it a show. I don't know why I hesitated there for a second, but anyways, I hope everybody stays safe out there, and we'll be back same time next week. Bye.